What's going on, everyone? Macho Man Matty Savage here from the Smack Talk team. I am here with Insider BA and Dan Go. We were live at the Dunkin' Donuts Center tonight for Monday Night Raw. So you know we got to bring three hours and 15 minutes. It might be a little bit more because we got a couple extra opinions to give. But guys, without further ado, let's get this motherfucking thing rolling. So Monday Night Raw kicked off with Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. So they brought the noise right off the rip. How y'all feel about that match? Hype video was absolutely amazing. And then the interviews happened, which absolutely killed it. Yep. Killed the vibe. Let's not confuse that for killing the actual interview. Uh, And then the match came and the match was absolutely... What a touchdown match, man. Yeah, I can't can't agree anymore. Match was definitely great. Uh, I, I counted it, actually. It was 18 minutes. This guy just said hello. And, uh, yeah, as far as the interview is concerned, I think the interviews did not need to be part of that intro because it killed the whole vibe, if that's for damn sure. So I think they were trying to bring the big fight feel, obviously, to that match, but they definitely delivered when it came to the match. Becky Lynch picks up the win, had a handful of tights, but you know what? It didn't make Bianca Belair look weak by any means. She's definitely going to be a contender in that Raw women's division without a doubt. Uh, But I thought she was going to win. I told you guys that was going to be my bold prediction. But once I saw her kicking off the show, eh, kind of had a feeling Becky Lynch was going to retain. But it is what it is. Moving on now, let's talk about Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory because does anybody really give a shit? But... I give a shit about Austin Theory, Tyler Breeze, whatever you want to call him with his selfies. Um, So he took on Rey Mysterio. This match ended in a no DQ because Dominic got involved and slapped uh, Austin Theory while he was getting set up for the 619. So Austin Theory picks up the win via DQ. How'd y'all feel about this one? Uh, I thought the ref absolutely made such a professional uh, call on that. And it kills me that the crowd... Did not like that call when the ref was just calling it fair. Exactly how a ref is supposed to call it. So kudos to the ref doing his damn job. Making sure that we are going 100% by the rules. You know what? I am over Dominic. I am over Rey Mysterio. <clears throat> it was a good match though. Yeah, I think I think just... I, I, I'm very jealous of Dominic. Watching him go out there and just running around to both sides of the stage. And, and then like... Man, I wish I wish I was him. That's that's all, that's all I can say. I, as far as the match, I don't even think I watched it. I was there, but I, I didn't watch it. I, don't, I think I was just I don't know what I was doing, to be honest. Well, that was actually a pee break for me. I caught the second half of the match. I'm surprised it actually went as long as it did. But uh, hey, Austin Theory, he's rolling, man. He hasn't he's he's on a pretty damn good winning streak right now. You know who is not on a winning streak anymore? That's the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. So, uh, yeah, tonight we had Nikki A.S.H., Nikki Asshole, and Rhea Ripley take on Queen Zelina and Carmella, and they lost. In my opinion, that's a bad loss for the tag team. Um, I just feel like if you're if you're doing a non-title match, the champions got to show that they're stronger than that. Let's be real. Rhea Ripley took Carmella out of the ring, and Carmella took advantage. She did nothing wrong. She just proved to be the stronger of the two, which that, in my opinion, is what exactly it is what it showed. Carmella took what she was. She took the hand given, and she threw it right back in Rhea's face. That's how you beat the tag team champions by their own game. I think the results were great. 
BA? Uh, also didn't really pay attention to this match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only really thing that stuck out to me was uh, the, the view from the behind of Nikki Asshole. And I'll leave it at that. All right, we're going to keep on moving here. So let's talk real quick about Seth Rollins because he kicked a, he kicked off the 9 o'clock hour. He came out with his new contract because he won that fatal four-way ladder match last week on the main event of Raw to now be the number one contender for Big E's WWE Championship. So basically, Seth Rollins came out, talked to Smack, got the crowd a little pumped up, and we like we were going to maybe see Rollins versus Big E tonight. That didn't end up happening. Big E interrupted. Kevin Owens interrupted. And it transitioned to what's going to end up being our main event later on in the show, uh, Big E versus Kevin Owens. So how do you all feel about that segment before we get into the match later on? Real quick, I just want to say, can Seth Rollins get any cooler? Can his suits get any more creative? That boy has got it. His gimmick is down packed. I love everything about that. I will point out one thing is was in Kevin Owens' uh, promo. He, uh, I don't have the quote word for word, but I do know he said something along the lines of three months or three uh, and three years or however much longer. Uh, rumor has it his contract is up, I believe, in January. That is three months from today. So that could be him speculating that he is on his way out or uh, he's going to be here for another three years. I don't know. What I do know is this man needs to turn heel. I've been calling it for months. He is just another big spot guy. He is going to go through a ladder for you. He's going to jump off something big for you. Yeah. Uh, listen, it ain't doing nothing for you. Just ask Mick Foley. That man had one world champion, Kevin Owens. You also had only one world champion. And I'm just saying this right now. Your career is going to be defined not by that championship. It's going to be defined by every single spot you make. And if you want to save your career and save your body, then you need to turn heel and stun everyone in sight. Wow. Instead, he's just going to keep on fighting. That, that's what he said. Don't matter what happens. If it's three months, three years, I'm going to keep on fighting. Got to sell the merch. But, yeah. Oh. Uh, Finn Balor versus Chad Gable came up next. So that was uh, kind of built up with a little backstage segment. And, yeah, pretty damn good match. Uh, I know Dan Go was real upset when he saw the ankle lock submission locked in by Chad Gable because that was obviously uh, Kurt Angle's finisher back in the day. Um, and now it just seems like a lot of these finishing maneuvers are just part of the everyday match where it doesn't have as much emphasis on the final result. So final result here, Finn Balor picks up the win with a roll-up. Um, yeah, the typical WWE recipe here. Uh, I thought Chad Gable looked real good uh, for what it's worth. No interference at all from Otis. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Finn Balor picks up a win here. Did y'all uh, did y'all like this one or not? Nah? It was definitely a good matchup. I just It's just a shame as to what Chad Gable could have been. If he was ended up being, if you remember, like a few years back, if he ended up becoming... Kurt Angle's uh, son, or what? Like, and it wasn't Jason Jordan. What a different outcome he could could have potentially had. Because his promo was actually decent before his interview was actually decent setting up this matchup. So he could have had a, such a, uh, a bright future. And the ball was so dropped. And as far as like him him is concerned, I think the rumor is he's also on his way out as well. So AW, who knows? A lot of people, a lot of people will be dropping. So we'll see if AEW picks them up. 
Man, it's just, it kills me inside to see signature moves getting used and getting no love on them. Um, to me, it just discredits the move in its, in its entirety. You got people like Kurt Angle that actually won championships using that mat, using that move. And that's what you get. You just get a typical, you get the same old, same old. You get a reverse. You get, hey man, if you want a reversal, put them in a Boston Crab and figure it out. But why do you got to use signature moves? Especially ones that have so much legendary status behind it. Get rid of it. Don't don't hit me with the Swanton if you're Kevin Owens. Don't hit me with the Frog Splash if you're Kevin Owens. And you ain't winning titles. And you ain't winning matches. Don't hit me with the ankle lock. When that is the person that you want using the ankle lock. He is perfect for that move. You know why? Because he is Kurt Angle, just smaller. It's... God, give him what he deserves. Yep. To me, Finn Bella, he's on a roll right now, obviously. It's a good match. It was a good win for him, and it wasn't a bad loss for Gable. So it keeps him relevant, which that was probably the <clears throat> best match for both recipients all night. Hey. It's a lot of mixed emotions here from the Smack Talk team as we keep on rolling. We got a couple more matches to get into. Uh, let's talk now about the Street Profits versus the Dirty Dogs, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. So we had RK Bro over at ringside. The crowd was going bananas chanting Randy. Um, that was more of the emphasis on the match from what I saw anyway, um, was the crowd wanted Riddle. They wanted Randy Orton. Uh, we ended up seeing Omos make his way out again without AJ Styles and interfere uh, and end up costing Montez Ford and the Street Profits this match. So uh, the Dirty Dogs pick up the win again. I mean, I don't know what it's doing for them, really. I mean, I, I know they won the triple threat, uh, ta triple threat match last week to qualify for the championship match, which they lost. But now they won this week. They don't really have much of a direction. They're just kind of 50-50 booking. Um, but the real story here is the buildup continuing with Omos and Randy Orton. They had a little bit of a... Uh, a standoff where the crowd really wanted to see Orton and Omos go at it. They're really teasing this one long term. Um, where's AJ Styles though? Man, I wish that I knew. That was a good question. Wish I knew, but it does make the Omos versus Randy Orton just that much more thrilling when, when the way that they booked it. Now, if you're in the stands and you saw the lights go down and you're like, wait, what? Randy, why why did that stop? Then you had to take your, take a second and you're like, wait a minute, that's because they want this thing to keep going. The fact that I said I wanted it to, I wanted to watch it right there right now, means I want that. WWE is pretty good with holding it from us, i.e. Roman Reigns turning heel. That took what 17 years it felt like. So <laughs> I mean, they're they're good at holding. Goddamn um, eternity. <laughs> um, but. Again, going back to Dolph and Bobby, uh, Bobby Roode, man, I really wish there was a direction for those poor guys because they winning one week, losing the next, but the matches they're losing are losing to tag team champions. So, in my opinion, if you lose to the champions, you go to the back of the list, back of the bus. How are you guys still... Back of the line, bitch, as Becky it. Lynch said last week. Yes, she did. That's where they belong. And here we are. They get another whack-ass win. A typical. We literally have seen six roll-up wins tonight. 
Oh, yeah, boy. In three hours, literally. Ouch. Uh, to touch on at, uh, AJ Styles, the rumor I heard about him is that he's rehabbing an injury right now. Don't know the, the, the extent of it, but clearly the the tease and, and obviously Omas is still going out there. Whole, you know, he's holding up his end of the bargain as far as like still me, still being involved in the whole RK Bro storyline. So how, how I, I'm assuming AJ Styles will be back soon. Uh, but that is the rumor that I heard that he's dealing with an injury and he's probably rehabbing it right now. So Omas still hasn't figured out anything else to say other than this is my house. Have you guys noticed that? He literally said that a hundred times house. in a row. Yeah, don't worry, it'll be on a shirt soon. <laughs> yeah, it will. Yes, it will. Also, quick note on uh, Team RK, bro. They did have a new theme song that debuted tonight. Um, what'd you guys feel on that? I actually liked it. You know, I was really into it. Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to because, you know, the new season premiere, like, they de debuted some theme songs last week, and we have uh, another week here in Providence, so, you know, I'm, I was about it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I really do appreciate when two, uh, two strangers or two singles competitors become a tag team. I do appreciate that they have one song that's just old school yeah thinking. they were going two songs for many months then. yeah it just long overdue kills me it kills me um so i appreciated that however if i'm listening to spotify and that song comes on i will hit skip and i will look for just the randy orton original <laughs> song <laughs> fair that's fair that's a classic uh, so let's talk about another classic, in my opinion. Damian Priest versus T-Bar in a no-disqualification match, uh, kind of stemming from their match last week. So this was a rematch. This time there were no damn rules. Uh, and these two guys, they brought down the house. Man. Honestly, if this wasn't if this wasn't going up against Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, this was my match of the night just because of the, the fire that they brought. Tables, uh, everything but ladders, really. Yeah. Uh, kendo, kendo sticks, stick. my God. My God, the amount of kendo stick shots to the stomach of Damian Priest. Yeah. There's a picture that's going to be up with this post. Uh, man, Phew. Let me my God. You, let me give you my pros and cons. Damian Priest wins, by the way. Go ahead. My pros and cons of this matchup. It's not. It's not really of the matchup. The matchup is great. Uh, I do. The pro is they want to have a rematch. Totally okay with it. And they added a different element to it by making it a no disqualification. Perfect. The con here is not really anything about the matchup. It's T Bar. Man, that guy is from Worcester, Massachusetts. We're in Providence, Rhode Island, right next door. And this guy, it, it's season premiere like last week. This guy should have came back as Dominic Dijakovic from NXT and dropped the whole T-Bar retribution bullshit. Instead, I can see him being future endeavored within the year, or he's just going to be another company guy, just like how uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root is. But, like, damn, that's my own con of this whole thing is, like... And the other pro is, I, I will say, new theme song, obviously, for Damian Priest, and this new gimmick of, like, he's, like... Like uh, how he's mad Lucifer. He's, he exactly. He's Lucifer. He's evil, the devil, whatever you want to call it. I actually get it. I, I you know I'm in Vince's head right now, and it's like, oh, hey, I got it. We're gonna change your gimmick. We're gonna make you Damien when you get pissed and you turn evil. But to start the match, you're gonna get your ass handed to you with some candlesticks, cause you're a priest. You praise God. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Well done. Man, 
I'm going to tell you the one con of this match, and it's actually what happened after the fact. You guys remember when Apollo oh fucking Cruz just came out onto the stage with, with Commander, Commander Aziz, man. And, yeah, he basically just announced that he's the next man up for that United States Championship. And, okay. hey, man, no offense to Apollo Cruz, but that man just he's not doing it for me. He had his chance when he was on SmackDown initially, and he started off this whole thing with Commander Aziz for the Intercontinental title. But ever since then, it's just it's boring. My, I'm good. My only take on that is, listen... We're not going to get another rematch. It's something fresh, something yeah. new for next week. That's the only so problem. You're, you're trying to pull a pro out of a con. Correct. Nice. Fair. Fair. The only thing I will say on Apollo Cruz is the WWE has been known to say on all their documentaries, you make it when you are genuine <clears throat> at a thousand times a thousand. Yep. That is not Apollo Crews. No. How do I know that, you might ask? The man wants well, to smile. That boy started in the NXT with a perfectly a perfect American accent. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, what happened? He didn't go anywhere. Like, that's not who he is. And sometimes, if it, sometimes you just got to switch shit up, man. I mean, Rey Mysterio got his eyeball taken out at Extreme Rules, and it's all good now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Malachi Black, Malachi Black still got the damn bruise for three years. Hey. That's just that's great storytelling. I know, on but it's so easy to make it great. I know. I this know. is not how you do it. This is not who he is. Hey, but this is what we're gonna watch going forward. This yep. is, and that's why it's boring. <laughs> it's, that's just. So tough. before we talk about our main event, just want to share quickly. Becky Lynch cut a quick backstage promo right before the main event, uh, talking about her win over Bianca Belair, and she was interrupted by none other than Liv Morgan. So. The push Liv Morgan looks like it's finally coming. She she picked up a win on main event prior to Raw against Tamina. Um, and it looks like she's the next one up to take on Becky Lynch. I, I know somebody's happy about that. I am very happy about that. I'm glad you introduced me, Matt. I am Insider BA, a big fan of Liv Morgan. It's unfortunate here that the con is, of course, she's going to lose. However, the pro is the rub. The rub from facing Becky Lynch... A, I don't know how many time uh, women's champion uh, but it's like it's a push it, it, it's not she's not gonna win however like I said it's a rub and I'm happy that she's no longer in this stupid feud with Carmella that's gone on for 10 rematches straight I feel it's a step in the right direction it, correct so hopefully the future is bright for Liv and this could be something that potentially elevates her to maybe win the Royal Rumble this is why we watch, right? That's right. Let's talk about our main event, boys. <clears throat> Kevin Owens versus Big E. No title on the line. Um, Seth Rollins was out there, kind of uh, interfering, doing his thing. Transitioned into him kind of costing the match, obviously. Um, Big E picks with the win with a roll-up, which you hate to see it. Another one. Uh, what kills me after the fact is Kevin Owens gets on the mic and starts apologizing to Big E. Uh... I don't really know why. Uh, I guess because Rollins was interfering on KO's behalf, even though he kind of wasn't. I don't really know what to make of that. But he ended up getting a big ending for his troubles, and Big E stood tall. We got a Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins match challenge made for next week, so that's going to happen on Raw. But Big E stands tall to close out the show, of course. Um, yeah. I'm not really sure how I felt. I mean, Kevin Owens is working his butt off. He's he's fighting. 
no matter what happens, three months, three years, three days, whatever. Keeps on fighting. But, yeah, he, yeah. This was a... He also keeps on losing, so... He does. uh, He does. I I already said enough about Kevin Owens, yo. I love Kevin Owens, but man... Gotta turn heel. The man's gonna be great in AEW. He had had the great opportunity right there at the end. Grab the mic. He's apologizing to Big E instead. Just hit him with a goddamn stunner. Stand tall to close out the show. Insert yourself into that feud. But instead, here we are. What happened, Matt? He took a big ending. It's, that's right, exactly. And that's that's your big ending to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So Let's, guys, you got any last uh, thoughts before we get quick, to the main, the big main event of what this is all about? I just wanted to drop this in real quick because I want to paint a picture that Seth Rollins hit Big E, Kevin Owens with the roll up, and then it got reversed into a Big E roll up, and Big E wins. Mm-hmm. What kills me is Kevin Owens is apologizing, but it's like, bro, you couldn't win when you when you needed help. What yeah. are you about? Just leave. Put your head down and walk out, man. Yep. That's terrible. Crushing. <laughs> Crushing. Like they're blaming Seth Rollins. You blame yourself. You couldn't even get a three count on, with a cheat. <laughs> what are you doing? So that they they uh, after the Raw went off the air, and this is for all you all listening at home. There was a a little quick thing after the fact. Rollins and uh, Big E ended up uh, having a WWE title match, I guess. Didn't really turn into anything. Rollins ended up getting counted out. And, uh, yeah, he got hit with a big ending. Big E stands tall to, like, send all the crowd home, I guess. But that's not on the show. I'm grading this show as a whole. And, fellas, I I invite you guys as well to give me a letter grade for this episode of Raw. We were there live. We sat through three and a half hours. We got there a little before the show at 8. Um, I'm giving this show a B, and I'm going to tell you why. It was just good, man. It I, I didn't fall asleep. I wasn't close to falling asleep. Uh, damn good matches, especially from Bianca Belair and Becky yeah. Lynch. T-Bar and uh, Damian Priest had a great match. The main event wasn't all that bad for what it was worth. Um, Chad Gable and Finn Balor had a good match. I mean, a lot of good quality product on this episode of Raw. So that's my reason for giving it a B. What do y'all got? I will second that. I had a B in my head as soon as the last bell rang. Um, I really think it was a doable show. Like, if if I was home on the couch, I think I would have stood awake the whole time. Yeah. Um, and that, to me, is huge. Because lately, let's be real, I can't make it through a Raw, and I have to go to the Raw recap from Macho Man Matty Savage. That's so me. I can get it all done. <laughs> so... I was also going to give it a B. However, I'm going to change my grade because I don't want to follow suit with Dango and Macho Man here. I'm going to go with a B plus. Wow. And the plus is because that Liv Morgan had her moment in that promo with Becky Lynch. I know. I know that major night. She didn't even. Oh, she didn't good. even say a word. Yeah. She just showed <laughs> up. That's all I need. Hey. And then sometimes that's all you need to do. Hey. Is just show up. Just like that. That's a B plus from you. Good for you, man. Yeah. You know. I, like I said. I didn't like, like like Danny said. Didn't fall asleep, you know. Hey, I did fall asleep for rampage. We made it, but that was last week. This is another week. <laughs> another wrestling night in the books. Another raw recap in the books. Thank you, Dan Go, and thank you, Insider BA, for joining me for this one and for being at the show. Of course, mm-hmm. I am the Macho Man, Maddie Savage. Three hours of raw wrapped up in this time about twenty-five minutes. So not bad considering we had three people. But yeah. that's all I got for this week. I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.